0: Happy New Year, my friends. (laughs) Happy New Year. I hope that you are having an outstanding year so far. um, I know it's just the beginning of the year, but the beginning of the year is where you can reflect on last year. And I had a lot of stuff happen last year. I don't know about you. And I like to take It doesn't have to be tons of time. You don't have to dedicate an entire day. You don't have to go on a silent retreat. You don't have to lock yourself in a cave on a mountain. Just some time to sit quietly with yourself and think about the prior year or the prior period of time when things were happening. And one of the biggest things that I wanted to share with you was, I don't know if you've been watching my social media, if you've been seeing what's going on, but you might have seen me wave my arm. If you're watching the, uh, the video, yes, I have a cast on my hand. Yes, this is my dominant hand. And I fell and broke my wrist when I was away on vacation. And I think about this in many ways. I think about how I reacted to it and what allowed me to react this way to it. And then I think about other people that I know or imagine and how they may have reacted to it. And I also think about other people's reactions when I tell them that I fell and broke my wrist. So it's a lot of thinking that I've been doing <laughs> and uh, it's, it's interesting. So I think about, you know, that um, you can tell a lot about a person by how they react to lost luggage. I think it's, it's, you know, this is more extreme than losing your luggage, maybe perhaps, but um. It's kind of along those lines. So some people were so shocked and dismayed and worried. And, you know, what happened to your vacation? And some people, I mean, everybody was obviously worried about, you know, how I'm feeling and how much pain there is. But um, when it happened to me, I feel like it was perfect timing. And, you know, when I had my stroke, I also... If you go back and listen to the episode about my stroke, you'll hear me say it was actually very good timing and a very good wake-up call and made lots of changes, Jump into, allowed me to jump into a lot of changes that I had um, not realized or given myself time to think about. So this broken wrist was along those same lines. And it's interesting, you know, you can think of an injury as something that happened to you or something that happened for you. So I choose to think of this one as something that happened for me. So it was right at the end of my trip. I had an amazing vacation. I toured Egypt. I went to so many places in Egypt, and I feel like it's somewhere that I'll go back to because it. you, you have to see it to really understand <laughs> How, I mean, like, we've, we've all seen pictures of the pyramids. We know there's pyramids. But until you're standing at the base of them, you have no idea how immense and awe-striking they are and the statues and the temples. And it was just amazing. And when I fell, I was actually not in Egypt. I was in Jordan. And I was touring the desert, which is also a gorgeous place. And it was the very last thing we were touring it was at the end of the tour. I have, we happened to be somewhere they were where they filmed um, one of the latest Star Wars movies. If you know the I think it's called The Return of Skywalker where Ray is looking serious and standing in this desert. that's where they filmed it. And we were in the same vicinity of where they filmed this and people were taking pictures and I had wandered over to this very large, very interesting rock formation that looked kind of like a ship. And I was looking up at it and I stepped backwards while looking up and I tripped, which happens all the time, right? I mean, it's just a thing, but I just happened to fall from my full height backwards at a weird angle and landed on my wrist. Yes, it hurt, but you know, it's not the worst pain I've ever felt. I would say the head pain that I had from my stroke was worse and People's reactions to bodily injuries are varied. There's no judgment either way. My brain went into, okay, very practical mode. Okay, so I'm probably going to have to go to the hospital. We're in the middle of the desert. They're probably going to have to drive me for a little while. This may be TMI for you, but I decided I'd better go to the bathroom. So I went around behind a rock, did my business, looked at my wrist, said, yes, that doesn't look good, took off my watch, took off my bracelet came back out and said, you know, I'm injured. And so our guide jumped into action, drove our the rest of the guests back to where we were staying at the Bedouin camp, drove me out of the desert, which is a bit of a bumpy ride. There's no roads in the desert. So I was holding my hand. And interestingly, I wasn't upset. I just kept looking at my hand going, you're the best hand ever. I love you hand. And I was just so filled with love right then. So it sounds corny. I know even saying it out loud, but that's, that's what was going on. I was just so happy right then for whatever reason. And I got taken to the village hospital and saw the village hospital doctor and he poked it a little bit and he said, you need an x-ray. So he casted it for me. He was very nice then they don't do X-rays at the village hospital. They drove me 20 minutes to the military hospital, and they did the X-ray, and um, they said it's broken. You need a cast, but they didn't do that. So then they drove me another half hour to the city hospital in Akaba, and got another x-ray and got a cast. And the doctor there was very nice, you know, they froze the bone which yeah, it's as weird as it sounds. Some big men were tractioning on my arm so that they could put the bone back into place and put a cast on it. So this was all a very interesting. The whole time I was just thinking, wow, this is so cool. Wow, look at all these people, you know, you're in I was not given any and I wouldn't want to have any special treatment. So I was just standing in line with the regular people who had fallen down and hurt themselves. And I got to see what was going on for them. And I'm just going to turn my iPad back on because I have notes for what I want to tell you. Who wants to see my face? There it is. So here's the things that I learned. So it says 20, this is 2023 lessons, but I feel like they're all wrapped up in this injury. And the things I learned in 2023 is trust. That no matter what happens, there's, there may not be a higher reason for it, but it's not someone something someone said to me the other day is it's not something you can't handle. Now, a few years ago, if I had broken my wrist on vacation, I don't think I would have reacted the same way. To be quite honest, Um, I was not where I am now back then. Even when I had my stroke, I was in a position to manage that. So. Right now, I'm in this position where like, I'm okay. Yes, I broke my wrist. I'm okay. And by the way, when I came home, I immediately, because I called my friends, um, sent some messages to my friends on the in, who are in the know. Um, Dr. Sue, who's an orthopedic surgeon, told me to go to the emergency room. I sent her my x-ray. My friend, Jen, who's a physiotherapist, was sending me, do this and this. Make sure you do this. Make sure you elevate. So I had people helping me out before I was even home. And so I was trusting that if I paid attention, there was some reason, there was some reason that I fell and broke my wrist. There was something that I needed to experience. And maybe it was reaching out and trusting that everything being, being in a place of trust. So that was the second lesson was actually asking for help because a former me would have been very stoic and said, I can handle it. I can do it all myself. I can figure it out. And that could be true, but hell, pardon my language, heck, let me tell you that asking for people's help is what makes life way better, way better. And accepting it, not being, mm, not feeling like it's inconveniencing you to, to accept help. You know, it's okay to accept help. In fact, people want to help you if you're, I mean, you, you know how much I want to help people. Imagine if people didn't let me help them. They said, I could do it all myself. I'd be sitting over here going, but I can help you make it better. Or I can help you be better. Or there's things we do have to do ourselves, but uh, asking for help and accepting help will make a huge difference in your life. So I've been accepting help all over the place from random strangers. I was picking up a package at the DHL and I said, my hand is broken. I can't get this in my bag. Will you help me? <laughs> because I couldn't get the bag open and I couldn't get this box into the bag. So be cool with asking for help. Now, um, people said, "Does it? did it hurt? Yes, it hurt. But I've also been discovered this new skill that I have where I can just kind of sit with it. And I'm not saying that this is for everyone and everybody's perception of pain is different. And I think because I was in such a good headspace and your mindset does affect your pain levels. Um, because I was in such a good mindset, it didn't hurt as much as I thought it would. You know, and there were times when it was really hurty. And there even now there are times when my husband can hear me, can hear me going, oh, oh, oh. But I just kind of wait and breathe. So finding a way to breathe through it and sitting with not only the current injury and that there are frustrations. I'm not saying life is roses. I mean, try and peel a banana with one hand. (laughs) Try, Try and do up the zipper on your coat with one hand. Try and put toothpaste on your toothbrush with only one hand. These are just things that I've just discovered. So but I'm not going back to that incident and giving my, beating myself up. I'm not going, oh, you should have seen that rock. Oh, you should have been paying attention. Oh, how did this happen? Um, every time, and I can sense that an old version of me will replay it every now and then. And I just say, no, that's fine. It's happened. Let's Let's pay attention to what's going on now and see what we can learn see what we can take away see what new experiences we can have look I got to have an adventure experiencing the Jordanian healthcare system like that was so cool I know that sounds crazy but it was cool and I got surgery on Christmas Eve when I came home and I stayed awake for the surgery they did a nerve block on my arm so there was no pain zero pain and um, I was listening to the surgeons, and it's again, it's not for everyone, but I was fascinated. It was so interesting. And I loved having the conversation, listening to the conversation. I may have interjected once or twice. (laughs) What, me? So, sitting with what was. So, I've learned to sit with what is, whether it's pain, an injury, a frustration, or anything, and not going back and trying to rehash and give myself a hard time about what or how it happened or why it happened so i tripped over a rock big deal the other thing i'm learning is how to adapt to new circumstances now right now a lot of my circumstances are physical because i can't write well like actually i can write with my right hand but it looks like a, i'm writing like a 6 year old love 6 year olds by the way you're still learning to write so don't give yourselves a hard time but my you know hand that's been writing for a lot much longer versus my hand that only writes every now and then, there's a marked difference, but I'm learning to adapt. So part of my adaptations is slowing down because I can't do things with two hands. I can only do it with one. Uh, the, one of the adaptations is, as I said, asking for help, um, find, finding new ways to do things, uh, I can still do yoga. I can still do tai chi. I just can't do any of the stuff on my hands. But I can still keep moving. And one of the things I've learned is actually once, this, once you feel like you understand what movement's not to do with that broken limb or that sore arm, you can find the, the movements that you can do. And by moving as much as you can move, you will actually feel so much better. Move what you can move. Um, When I took acupuncture, I remember the doctor said, um, who was teaching us said, as long as you're not causing any additional injury, even if it's uncomfortable or maybe painful, you should move because your body's meant to move. So I've carried that around with me and I've started doing it and I alter and I adjust, but... I'm still moving forward with the things that I want to do in the world. The other thing I've learned, which I've been learning, and I feel like I've been learning for many times, for a long time, is you can't multitask, (laughs) which is part of slowing down. I can't multitask with one hand. I can't even carry two things. So, you know, I have to open the fridge and then I have to pick up the thing that I want to put in the fridge and then I have to put it in the fridge. then I have to close the fridge. So I can't, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, have many things juggling balls. Um, It's just giving me a new perspective and a new appreciation for people who struggle with certain things that we take for granted. I mean, I've always known that, yes, if something's going on with something with you, it's challenging, but when you experience it, you know it. And the last thing that I would share with you well i have lots but the last thing for this episode is that learning to make room making room for something new new ideas new lessons this injury has caused me to slow down has caused me to reevaluate all of the things that i've had on my list and i mean i've talked about to do lists and and making sure that they are you're intentional about them, but you've become even more fine-tuned. It's like a fine-tuning. You know, you've got the rough cut of the wood, then you have to sand it to smooth it out a little bit. And each type of sandpaper you use, the grit's a little bit finer and a little bit finer. And I don't know if you're ever done smoothing. I don't know. I guess you could eventually someday be done smoothing. But I feel like this is just some, I'm just going to keep polishing this way that I live and fine tuning it and polishing it and that each experience that I have adds a new a new grit to my sandpaper to make it that much finer if that makes sense I don't know if anybody does woodworking here that just popped into my head so I feel like no I wouldn't have chosen this to be injured come on let's be serious like who chooses to be injured But having received the injury, I am choosing instead to see what I can learn from it, what appreciation I can have, what lessons, what people I'm going to encounter. I met some very cool people in the hospital. My nurse's name was Kenneth. He rocked. Um, You know, just new ideas, new lessons. And making space. If you stop fighting, this is one of my lessons left over from my stroke. Where I surrendered to what was going on, but I didn't give up. So stop fighting what's here and what's now and look forward into the next year. How about that first segue into 2024? And with what you have now, what will you plan for 2024? What do you want to achieve? I'm going to highly encourage you to look back on 2023 and capture whatever comes to your mind. And that's, don't pick up negatives. Well, there's going to be some stuff that maybe seems negative, but see if you can flip it and say, you know, I fell down. What can I learn from it? Um, And then look forward into 2024 and say, with this knowledge, what will I do with this next 360, however many days are left? I can't do math that fast in my head. And it's a leap year. We get a whole extra day. (laughs) So heck, Just throw on an extra cherry on top of that things you want to accomplish. I always encourage daydreaming to start with. Don't start with, yeah, buts, I can't because, I can't because. Start with your daydreams. And I'm going to attach to this podcast episode a little thing for you to reflect back on 2023 to help you capture some of your ideas. And then start with a fresh sheet of paper and daydream about 2024. And if you want help with it, no problem. I'm here for you, my friend on this is going to air afterwards but I did run a uh, workshop on visioning your 2024 if you want a recording of it send me a dm I'll put a little link in the bottom for you to send me a dm and uh, we'll talk about that and then yes here's to 2024 another amazing year to do more amazing things and to live your true life live true to you this is a year of strength in the tarot cards, by the way. So gentle, but powerful. Live in your truth. My year, my word of the year is play. So my truth for 2024 is play. You don't have to have my word. You choose your word. My friends, I hope you have an outstanding day. I hope you have an outstanding week, month, the whole year if I don't see you. Take care. I hope I do see you again soon. Bye-bye.